Hi everyone and welcome again to our podcast, Let's Talk Legal. Uh, my name is Declan and I am a senior consultant in our Dublin office working on the legal desk. I'm joined today by two of my esteemed colleagues, Cassidy and Nikhil. And today we're going to be um, discussing the top five candidate interview tips. So I will let Cassidy and Nikhil introduce themselves and then we'll take it away. Cassidy, do you want to go first? Yeah, thanks, uh, Declan. So yeah, my name's Cassidy, Cassidy Bishop. I head the legal team for UK and uh and ireland thank you Cass. yeah thanks Declan. so i sit in the legal team and had the company secretary recruitment for england and ireland as well perfect thank you both and um, so yeah so the uh, purpose of these podcasts and um, just for the listeners is to kind of give them insight on some main kind of tips trends and any info that we can obviously provide to both our um, candidates and our clients and so as mentioned today's podcast um, is the top five candidate interview tips that we believe will really help you stand out against the competition and um, it's a really busy market right now across both practice and in-house and we've got multiple levels um, of rules so we have a number of candidates obviously currently at interview stage and we're going to give you some top advice uh, based on recent candidates that we've helped place and um, successfully into roles and some some top tips that we provided them and some feedback that they gave us, which the partners really enjoyed, which led to successful placements. So I'm going to start with one, um, if that's all right with you guys. When I speak to candidates um, about interviewing, the main tip that I usually give is obviously do your research in the company, but the main tip is do your research on the panel. Now, it's all very well and good going onto their LinkedIn. It's all very well and good going onto the website and having a look at their face, their name, what they've done. But you need to go into a lot more detail than that, especially if you are a associate or a fee earner um, and the more senior, the, the more detail is obviously uh, required. Um, usually what I mean by that is um, when I send out candidate preparation, I send the link to the website of the partner or the senior associate or whoever is the, um, I suppose, panelist. And I usually get the candidates to read the matter list, which are usually on the website or on the, the kind of company page. Um, now, it's not just kind of read what matters or what deals that they've done, but it's to do a bit more further reading around those deals and around those matters. So sometimes I'll actually kind of ask the candidate to maybe do a bit of wider research within that particular market. So if they say they've, they've quoted, say, for example, it's a corporate solicitor and they've quoted that the firm has done an M&A on a, with a particular client um, and it was recent, I will get them to look up merger um, on, online, whether that be from um, a news article or maybe on some sort of kind of news bulletin, just to do some wider reading around the actual deal. I think that really goes and, and kind of proves that, you, that you've done that kind of wider research and it kind of sits well with with um, with partners. As I said, it's all well and good just to kind of look at the website, but kind of doing wider reading um, and what the firm's done, I think really is is a major advantage and it's been well received um, from partners that have, that have interviewed my candidates before. So that would be my main top tip. Um, Cassidy, I don't know if you maybe have one or two that you want to share. Yeah, I think that's a that's a, a great tip. I think that's really useful. And going back to your point, uh, Declan, in terms of people really understanding the type of work they're going to be involved in if they were to join a firm. And I yeah. think just doing that wider research, looking the news is 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 a helpful guide. I think for me, a big one for me is if you're a candidate looking for a role, just make sure you know yourself and you yeah. know your why. Why are you looking to move on from your current role? There's nothing worse than to see a candidate who moved and they have the same challenges in their new role as they did in their old role. So, yeah, are you motivated by, um, is it money? Are you moving purely for money? I mean, rarely it is, but that may be a key factor. Um, so you don't want to move to a firm where they perhaps don't give pay rises or or, or they're, they're not known as one of the larger payers. 
Um, are you moving for career progression? Are you moving for a change of culture? Um, are you moving for more training um, or specific training and, and development? So I have a very clear vision of what you're looking for, the why, and also what it is that you need as an individual to thrive in your in your next business. Yeah, yeah, love that. I think it sounds so obvious, but I think the why is, is really key because obviously that's going to come out of the interview and obviously everyone has their own personal or professional aspirations and motivations as to the push and pull factors as why they're maybe looking to leave their current job and why they're looking to kind of obviously, you know, I suppose interview with with a current um, or a new practice or a new business. So, yeah, and um, that's a that's a great a great kind of insight there, Kathleen. I think it's it, it, that's the question that sometimes I see through with candidates off at interview. I've had candidates where they said, "Oh, why are you looking to leave?" and they get, "Well, I don't even know what what I should have said to that," or I don't know if that was a trick question. But it, sometimes it can just be whether it's personal motivations, professional motivations, just be open and honest with it because the more honest that you are throughout a process, I think as well, um, the, the easier the process will be and the result that you'll get um, will hopefully re- you know result in an offer and result in an offer that's reflective of what you're looking for, not just on maybe package and salary, but actually in terms of you know team culture, in terms of you know, the, the type of position that, that you want and, and the level as well. So yeah, that, that's a really good tips. Thank you for that, Cass. Um, Akil, do you have a, a maybe a top tip that you can share? Yeah, I mean... Firstly, think what you, Declan, and Cassidy said in specific to how candidates should know where they're going and why they're going to certain places is very important. But yeah. I think outside of the company that they're interviewing or why they're interviewing, what's really important is sort of, I'll tell me as a management system of where they are interviewing, I think it's highly important for candidates to know where they have interviewed or where their CV is. Um, mm-hmm. Because if you are going to a prospective client for an interview and your CV has already been there, maybe let's say within six months to a year's time, um, yeah. And they, you know, they gave you some feedback for an interview, and you said, "Oh, I've never interviewed in there." It doesn't show, you know, it doesn't show good management skills to the company as well. It shows like you're a bit disorganized, and then also recruiters are put off by that and not as willing to work with you. So it does kind of affect okay. your image in a sense. I'd say, secondly, you know, know who your CB is with in terms of recruiters. I wouldn't say good every single recruiter that reaches out to you, take them on. You know, choose your recruiter carefully because. Evidently, they're the people who are representing you and you wouldn't want to be represented by a bad recruiter. For example, someone just, you know, sends a botched up version of your CV um, or just sends your CV out to every single company within your area. It's, yeah. it's not a good look for you. So make sure, you know, your recruiter is targeting companies that you know you're specifically interested in because yeah. otherwise it's probably just a waste of one year time as well as the client's time. Yeah, that's a great point, Nicole. And actually, just to that effect, I actually had a client last week who rang me. I sent a CV out and got their consent, sent the CV across, um, and the client, the, the candidate told me that they had never been submitted before. Um, now, I don't know if that was the kind of candidate's you know, bad management, as you said, maybe on their end, or maybe if another recruiter, unfortunately, just sent them without their consent. But the client came back and said, um, we've actually already got this CV from two other recruiters. Um, so it doesn't look good. And, and if anything, it kind of raises alarm bells, as you were saying, you know, on, on their own management, if they don't even know who their CV is with and, and at what stages, then, you know, the, the definitely alarm bells are ringing there from the client's perspective. And equally, as you said, that it just frustrates the whole process for everyone involved, you know, and I think it's all about your kind of personal brand and, and your image in the market as well. Especially in the legal market, you know, as everyone knows, it can be quite a tight market, and everyone probably knows everyone. <laughs> um, so you don't want to kind of give yourself a bad a bad reputation as well. But yeah, that, there's some really great tips, Akil. Thank you for that. Um, in terms of another tip that I 
kind of always share with candidates. Um, and it's actually quite something, something that sounds so simple and basic, but it's been really well received um, from partners or from hiring managers, uh, from interviews that have, have kind of helped candidates get recently. And um, I always get candidates, if it comes up naturally in the conversation, you know, in a flow of an interview, fantastic. But if it doesn't, um, I think a really key question, um, or maybe, yeah, a key po- point that you should really raise at interview is asking the, the partner or asking the hiring manager, what type of, obviously in the context of law, what type of lawyer do they want for their team? It sounds so simple, but I always get them to ask, what type of lawyer are you looking for? You know, what what makes a good XYZ lawyer for this company or, or for your team? What values and, and kind of, you know, personal attributes do you kind of really hone in on and kind of focus on um, for, for people to, to start your team? So what that does, it kind of shows you what the partner values and what the hiring manager values. Um, in, in terms of like their um, preference, um, whether that be soft skills, whether that be more kind of technical skills that they kind of place an onus on. But it also allows you to kind of resell that back to the partner. So if it hasn't actually come up in a conversation and the partner maybe says, oh, I really like people who are, you know, think with the initiative or can kind of, you know, work on their own autonomously or, you know, can kind of just run with, with things on their, themselves. You can go back and kind of resell that to them and say, well, yeah, as I said earlier, you know, I, I kind of run my own files or as I said earlier, I take initiative and pick up the call, the call to clients myself. I don't kind of wait around for, for kind of, you know, the, the partners or, or yourself to kind of give me instructions. So whatever they say, just kind of reconfirm that you have that skill and sell that back to them. Because obviously as an interviewer, that's going to make them a lot more settled and they're going to go, right, yeah, that's perfect. You know, that I want someone on my team who can do that. They've clearly shown not only do they, they, they can do it or, or that's something that they um, personally, yeah, focus on as well. And um, it, it definitely does, it definitely does help. Cassidy, is there anything else that may, did that be something that you kind of maybe told candidates to do before? Do you have any kind of stories around that that would be kind of helpful? Yeah, I think not too much to add to that, but I think you're, out, you're absolutely right. It's really important to understand the priorities of the business and the team um, and the partners that you're, you're working for. And I think yeah. that could often be a key differentiator uh, between firms. Uh, and that also can be a key um, factor in determining the nature of the development and work you're going to be given. So I think yeah. asking those key questions, almost as strategic questions, and don't yeah. be afraid to, about a business. You know, where do they see this team being, the team you're joining in five years' time? If it's the same size, then quite clearly, there may not be the growth opportunity you're looking for. If they're looking to treble in size, which some of our clients are, then you know what, it may may have fantastic partner opportunities. But then you might think, actually, I'd rather work for a smaller, more stable team over the next five years. So finding out the strategy and the plan of the team and speaking to the partner about that openly, I think, mm-hmm. is is key. I think another thing to take a step back is um, ask yourself, do you need to look for a new job in the first place? And this is a question not enough candidates ask. They just assume to get what they want, they need to change jobs. When often, if yeah. you can have a frank conversation with your line manager or partner, whoever it might be, and say, you know what, um, you know, how about a rise or how about giving me more corporate transactions work or more intellectual property commercial work or whatever it is you're looking for to progress. Ask your existing employer before you go for a move because what I've seen in the current climate, if you're a good lawyer, um, people want to keep you and they will flex a role. They will offer training. They will offer um yeah, some sort of guarantees around development and and, um, and and career progression. So it's definitely always worth asking of what your ideal looks like with your current employer before yeah. making a jump. Yeah. <laughs> Again, sounds so simple, but I think it'll kind of, you know, you just don't kind of know what, what's maybe already on your own doorstep. And again, I think 
if you can have asked those questions. And unfortunately, if, if your current you know practice or your current job can't offer you whatever it is that you're looking for, at least then you know in your head that it is the right time to make the move. You know, you, you've exhausted all options. You've completely kind of done everything that that I suppose company um, ha- can can give you. And um, so I, I think yeah, then you're you're more in a kind of stable mindset, and that'll come across at interview like. Sometimes as well, I think it kind of, to lean on that point, actually, Cassidy, it's actually a really good point that you make because sometimes um, that will really show at an interview whether or not you've already made that decision <laughs> to leave your company. Like, it'll just come across on how you kind of portray yourself, both, you know, in, in the way that you say it and your tone, but also your demeanor. So I've had candidates before who maybe, as you said, maybe didn't kind of look internally and see if, if what they're actually looking for could be satisfied with their current employer. And instead, they, they just kind of, you know, go out to interview and then they actually don't interview well because... They actually aren't sure if, if 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 it's the right time to move now or if, if they've made up their decision. Um. So yeah, that that that's a great point. Thank you for that. Um. Again, these all sound so simple, but bit basic, but they they do go a long way. Akil, any kind of further maybe interview tips for for yourself? Yeah, I would say as you're approaching towards final stages, you know, just be completely transparent with the hiring manager or whoever you're speaking to. You know, lay out your reservations if you have any for the role. But speaking directly to the hiring manager, if there's something maybe you haven't covered, you want to know a bit more about the culture, when an offer comes in, it does make it a little bit more difficult to do at that stage. And you would you would be in a state whereby you don't know if you want to accept the role or not. So I'd say it's always good mm-hmm. to get out all your reservations throughout the entire process as early as possible because you, you shouldn't really go through an entire, let's say, three, four stage interview process, come off a stage, you realize I don't like the culture, which is something you could have figured out in the beginning. One, it's probably a waste of your time because you spent about over four hours talking to someone with no intention of actually going into the role. Mm-hmm. And um, secondly, you know, the company is just going to be confused as to why you didn't accept the offer because if you did stay for all those processes, there were, they have, and if you don't give a solid reasoning such as you got counter offered or you, you know, you got a different position at a higher salary, it makes the company seem like you were never actually interested, which yeah. could hurt your chances in the future if you wanted to go to that company. Yeah, yeah, no love that. That's so true. Yeah, like again, it all kind of sounds simple, but it's definitely just kind of understanding those motivations and making sure that you're you've really set, you know, and be, being open and honest. Sorry, the, the, just to go back to your first point, um, yeah, being open and honest and transparent, especially throughout the process, but definitely towards the end, because again, um, you know, at the end of the day, you're potentially dealing with your future manager here, so you, you want to be as open and honest and, and candid as possible. And it, the more honest you are, the more transparent you are. The easier it is for you know recruiter to to help you manage the process and negotiate the best you know offer we can on your behalf. Um, but secondly, the more happy you're going to be because then you're you're going to get an offer that you're happy to accept and and hopefully a job that you're excited to to start with. I suppose one kind of final tip for me that I think could be really beneficial. Um, I actually get candidates to obviously look and see maybe on their LinkedIn profile because sometimes obviously it's not maybe on a website. Um, when that hiring manager or when that partner started with the company, um, how long ago was that? And um, that'll give you a really good insight in terms of the broader team and also give you some good insight about the company. Just to go back on what you were saying, Cassie, like where they're growing, you know, how many people have they acquired recently? Is it a new team that they've just built out? Obviously, this is probably more beneficial in practice, but it'd be good maybe to kind of see you know, but the partner started last year, ask them, how, how did you find starting? You know, you've only started with a practice, you know, yourself in the last maybe 12 months. Ask them, how was their onboarding process? That'll show you a lot about the culture of the company. Obviously, you know, you'd like to think they'll be positive about their experience there so far. So yeah, that'll give you some good kind of wider um, appreciation and understanding of, of the culture of the firm and, and the team. Um, and again, just to go back to your point, Cassidy, kind of maybe give you a bit more insight in terms of like, 
are they actually looking to kind of grow this team out? Because obviously it'll it'll show um, if they've recently acquired senior people that obviously they expect there to be a big workflow in that particular department. So it's a good time to join because they'll be busy and, and you'll be, uh, yeah, you know, working on some really exciting uh, new work. Um, and then also kind of ask them as well, you know, maybe why they joined the, the practice. You know, obviously if you're dealing with these people and they've made a move recently and they're quite senior, they're clearly very, you know, well regarded in their market. They're clearly, you know, specialists within their field. So ask them, why did you choose this practice? Why did you choose this firm? What was it about this firm, especially in the competitive market that we're in, that really pit the post with the others? Because um, you can assume, you know, if someone's looking, it, they're silly in the, in the market not to consider all their options. So they probably interviewed elsewhere. So obviously, you know, it'd be good to know maybe why they chose that practice or why they chose that company over the rest of the, the market. And um, again, that'll give you some good insight in terms of what the company values, what the partner or the hiring manager values, and give you some kind of insight into, in terms of the business and, and the wider plans as well. So those, those would be kind of good questions to ask. And again, you actually might get some kind of personal information from the partner. Like sometimes partners will just be really open and just say, oh, I wanted to move for personal reasons and this is why. Um, and it, it'll kind of make them a bit more humanized and, and the conversation might flow a bit more naturally. So again, it's a nice way to kind of understand them as a person because at the end of the day, um, you know, lawyers all work hard. They work long enough hours, as everyone knows. So you're going to be working with them <laughs> day and night. Um, so you want to make sure you're you're on a personal level that you're you're going to be able to work with them. Um, you know, quite quite well. But yeah, um, Cassidy, do you have any kind of final tips or anything else to kind of finish up? No, nothing. I think we've sort of covered some of the key ones. I suppose I'll just add a little bit to what you said in in terms of you know researching partners. Also, research the team. I mean, LinkedIn is a great resource to see how long people have been with organisations. And the rest of your colleagues, which firms or or businesses they they come from, and you can get a lot of insight from LinkedIn around what she is a business like and what what does the team structure look like? Is there staff turnover? Do people stay for years and years? So I think yeah, that that's something that's important. And uh, like I said, I haven't got another tip. I've got one final one, which is do not ask too much money. Obviously, you had a boom period. Um, the market's slowing down in terms of salary rises a little bit. And yeah. you know, what we're seeing is if you ask for too much when you join a business, the expectation also may be very high. So definitely push for a pay rise, but push to a level that is within your capability so that you're not joining a business and um, where you're under pressure to generate revenue and not given the time to settle in that you that you deserve. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point. And I'll see the touch on that point as well, Cassidy. Um you don't want to kind of join at a level that's too senior in terms of money because then there's no progression for you in terms of like you know in, in time you want to be in a business or in a company where you know you're getting yearly reviews hopefully and, and your salaries incrementally increasing over time and um, whereas if you come in too high too soon as you say um there, there's less chance or scope for that to kind of happen so yeah you want to kind of go in at a level that's obviously commensurate with your pqe or, or your kind of abilities but also that's realistic and as you rightly said that you don't want to kind of take off bite off more than you can chew <laughs> um and take on a, a i suppose yeah a salary that's going to be reflective of us having to work um for for that money which yeah can, can sometimes be the problem especially in the legal market so thanks for that um akil any final questions or yeah uh, i suppose any tips or i think comments from you i'd say one last tip is don't be afraid um, a lot of candidates go into conversations with hiring managers and are afraid to ask certain things. Yeah. If you take the job on, you will eventually ask that question in the future. So if it's an answer that you know could be a deal breaker for yourself, always get it out in the beginning of the process. Yeah. And just lastly, just be yourself. I've I've heard of candidates that have you know trying to put on different personas for interviews, and then they come on for the job, and the hiring manager 
has reached out to me and said did something happen to them since they start because they don't seem like how they were during interview stages uh, so maybe misaligned with what they're looking for and yeah as a result you may not just not get on with the hiring manager and you know that never really ends well for anyone so if you are gonna if you are being serious about an interview obviously be professional to a degree but also just yeah come across as you know your normal self yeah love that don't ask don't care <laughs> but it been as as Kelsey rightly said in in the right context <laughs> and don't ask for too much <laughs> but that's where we can help and i think the more open and candid that you are through the process and you know that's why we're, we're all here to help we're all kind of you know market specialists in, in our niche core areas so do reach out and we're happy to kind of you know um ask those questions on your behalf and, and as, as you rightly said the more open you are and the more questions you ask at the, at the beginning of the process the easier it is to, to make sure we get the offer that's going to be the perfect fit for you both on a professional level but even more importantly i would say on a, on a personal level as well it's not going to suit your lifestyle it's not going to work end of story as well just to kind of mention what you said just be yourself again fine so simple but i think just being your authentic self like people by people you know and um, at the end of the day we're, we're you're dealing with um yeah your, your future employer here so you know you want to make sure that you're comfortable and you can bring your, your total full self to work um, and if you're putting up a front, which sometimes I think in the legal professions, you know, some some people think they need to kind of put up certain fronts, and um, that's not the case at all. If anything, people, you know, really respect and, and value kind of authenticity. So yeah, just just be yourself, and that'll make you stand out to the crowd as well. You don't want to be the same as everyone else, or what you you know understand or think a cosec or a lawyer should be. Like just be yourself, and at the end of the day, if they don't like you for your personal reasons, they're not the firm for you. Simple as. So yeah, no, love those points. Thank you so much, Gil. That's pretty much it from me. Do you guys have any, any final questions or comments? And then I can, yeah, lead us, lead us into the ending or anything else. That's it, it from me too. This from me as well. Cheers, Declan. Brilliant. Well, like, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you're if you're still with us, thank you very much. <laughs> um, again, this is our Let's Talk Illegal mini-series as part of our Broadgate Social podcast. And um, if you'd like to discuss strategies on how to build out your diverse teams or you're interested in having a conversation with us regarding the current job market, please reach out to us and visit our website, which is www.brogitstaffing.com or reach out to us all on LinkedIn. We'd love to have a call with you at any time. So just let us know how we can help. Until next time, guys, thank you so much for listening again. Stay connected and we hope to speak to you soon. Cheers. Take care.